0: Beyoncé? Beyoncé? Beyoncé, I'm so sorry. Beyoncé? You look like Luther Vandross. <laughs> oh, shit! That's
1: mean. Yeah, I think we should keep that. <clears throat> do you want to do the intro? <laughs> do you even know what the intro is?
0: Welcome to Superlip Podcast. <laughs> Hi, guys!
1: <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Brennan Patrick, that's Sophie Green, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast.
0: Hi, <laughs>
1: The Superlit Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. And Sophie is choking. There's wine
0: in my lungs.
1: (laughs) I need you like I need wine in my lungs.
0: so romantic.
1: (laughs) All right. To celebrate getting past our 100th episode, (laughs) because I I, I can't believe we even did that. I
0: I can't believe we did it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, truly. I wanted to talk about some books that we've read in the past just to refresh everyone on what we've spoken about in the past um what is it four years at this point Ugh. yeah <laughs> just books that we've spoken about in the past uh, especially since pride month is over i feel like queer books don't get as much um highlighting if you will
0: mm-hmm.
1: um when it's past uh june 30th
0: they're taking down the little displays at all the barnes and nobles across the country
1: yeah, yeah. and they're throwing the books out
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't need these.
1: <laughs> fuck these books gay <laughs> people no, they're like werewolves. <laughs> they only come out on the on the Pride Month. How would you? Um, but yes, I just wanted to talk about some books and just uh, kind of conversate with Sophie about books that I really like. So we picked a category of book, and we picked two each, and we picked magical books. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to hear why you wanted to talk about these ones. Do you want to talk about your your... Book on top over there.
0: Uh, should I, should I talk about this one?
1: Yeah, this one, this one right here.
0: The <laughs> book on top is it the? Is Put your the books fa- on top. It's the follow to Love on Top.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love on Top is getting a sequel. <laughs> it's Cemetery Boys too.
0: <laughs> Bring the book in. Okay. <laughs>
1: Bring back my books.
0: That was a Beyonce deep cut for anyone oh. who knows the opening line. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> The voice book I graphed is groundbreaking, according to Entertainment Weekly, is Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas. Hello!
1: Honestly, um, I've only...
0: <laughs> Beloved novel. I'm holding the boys. Oh,
1: okay. I was like, covers the boys. No, I'm
0: holding the boys. Um,
1: this is the only book that I've ever done a, like, book box for.
0: Oh, yeah, you got, like, the fancy thing for it.
1: Yeah, so I have a wooden um bookmark for it mm-hmm. um i don't know i just think there is something about this book that i re- like i truly deeply madly needed to have um and i just i think that this was such a cool book and i think it's very special um mm-hmm. and it was the only book that i think that i was like yes i need to absolutely s- support this book uh, mm-hmm. in every way and shape and form that i can um what why did you pick this book up
0: because I love it. I'm trying to fart the part where they talk about Takis.
1: Oh, yeah. There
0: we go. <laughs> where they go to the grocery store. Not, well, I picked it up because I love it. Mm-hmm. It's got wonderful magics. And also, there's a sequel coming out. So yeah, we should honestly. just really highlight it. If you haven't read this, Yeah. you should read it. Because it's absolutely fantastic. It's really fun. It's got... A phenomenal trans rep, and also it's like a spooky little ghost story, but it's not like creepy, it's like moderately ghost adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't categorize this as a horror, no. I don't, if you are uh, scared, it's still good, but it's gently spooky. Um, and it's just has like a really good story.
1: I think it's kind of thrilling.
0: Oh, it's definitely a thriller. Well, it's like a murder mystery, kind yeah. of. Yeah, well, no, it is a murder mystery because the whole thing starts with. Miguel is the, I'm sorry, I was reading the inside book. Oh, yeah. The whole thing starts because Yadriel, the main character, is trying to figure out how his cousin, Miguel, was murdered. And then he accidentally summons a hot ghost. Oopsie. Oopsie. A hot ghost who loves talkies. hmm I mean. They're just like me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hot ghosts are just like us. <laughs> um, I think also this was a big deal, too, because the main character is trans.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: a lot of the magic in this book is very specific to it's very gendered
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and the main character wanted to show that like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. um like what someone's gender is like they sh- should be able to produce and do the magic that they feel mm-hmm. is right which i just i really liked the theme the, s- the story and i think the message in this book mm-hmm. um um also, Aiden Thomas is just, like, a joy to follow online. They're mm. very funny. They're cute. So, like, knowing that someone is, like, very funny, but also, like, writes really well. Mm-hmm. And also, like, writes, so, like, so incredibly gifted, this book. It's, it's, it was just really um, enjoyable to read.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when we were picking the books, I was wondering if you were going to do this one. Because I was like, okay, if Sophie doesn't pick it, I have to. <laughs> my boys my boys
0: my cemetery boys
1: the boys will be back in town soon enough
0: they will be back in town I'm excited I don't know what's going to happen but anytime like a follow up to something
1: yeah is like announced I'm like how where do we go
0: well I mean I think this I don't mean that in like a way that I'm like
1: I don't mean it in like a how are they going to do this it's more like a your brain is big enough to do this again expansion pack yeah truly an expansion (laughs) pack expansion packs are always wild to me I I just think that um, this is, like, fun to read all the time. I think no, also yeah, especially sure. during, like, spooky month. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... Every
0: month of the year, correct.
1: During Pride... Wrath month. <laughs> during Wrath this month. This is
0: Wrath month, so we should, re- like, avenge our dead cousins and... Yeah. Summon a hot ghost to find out who murdered them. Yes. I think that is the correct solution.
1: Yes. Correct.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and have a, have a goddess... Uh, acknowledge you
0: just a little bit
1: yeah being acknowledged by a goddess damn what's that like being perceived
0: don't want it never mind redact that (laughs) redact it redacted
1: the book that i have after that is we spoke about this recently but i just wanted to bring it up because i've really loved it so much Mm -hmm. um is this one is very uh kind of like old english if you will um, like role playing kind of book. It is uh-huh. so. This is Ever After, um, or as I like to call, vintage. It's a vintage book. It's
0: vintage. It's a vintage.
1: Um, it's a twenty twenty two vintage. <laughs> but yeah, so I wanted to talk about so this is Ever After by FT Lukens. Um, I just really liked this book because I like the uh, mechanic of like trying to romance your party. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. wait a minute, no, I just love you like a friend, this isn't it. Oops. Or like, your friend's absolutely calling you out for being, yes, being the absolute worst. We're mm-hmm. just like something.
0: We love that.
1: I just, I really liked this. I also love a will they, won't they? Um, I'm slowly becoming uh, more interested in slow burns, I guess. They hurt me physically, but... Uh, what you have
0: i don't i would not categorize that as a slow burn because they both are very much in love with each other on like page one yeah but they won't admit it they're just dumb idiots it's it i i mean that
1: i mean that respectively i don't god forbid i don't know complete idiots
0: complimentary yeah absolute morons complimentary everything in this book complimentary yeah no 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 yeah for sure they're just big dumb voice yes we love that so
1: to me i i feel like i experience that a lot where like i've looked at my friendships and been like wait i'm confusing this and it's like wait no i'm just i love you so much that it's like no it's not like that um stop You're looking at me don't
0: make like eye contact with uh, me when you say sentimental things
1: yeah we can't we start heard.
0: making dial-up noises
1: <laughs> no but like i i feel like it's so relatable to like you're very good friends with someone it's like wait am is it that i am very just very good friends with this person or is it like more to me am i willing to risk it to say something or to do something about it Mm -hmm. um i think that is really nice also i kind of like the magic system in this book and i love a character who befriends a terrifying bird
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, no, I mean, if you were even, like, adjacently interested in, like, any kind of tabletop roleplay, you'll mm. love this book.
1: And I like that this is, so this is what happens after.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. and it also starts after the final battle. Yeah, so, of, like, the like, final battle
1: happens, and it, the whole book is what happens afterwards. Which is
0: so good. It's, it's very such much a good like idea.
1: what I have always, like, wondered, like, what does Link do after he saves the realm? If Majora's Mask never happened. Like what ha- like what what do the heroes do after they've saved everyone?
0: You get trapped in a little time capsule and are frozen for a hundred years.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's in a hot bath.
0: Or if you're like Goku, you just die and you go, I'm good actually, don't bring me back. I'm fine.
1: But they do anyway.
0: Yeah. Well because Cell shows up but Well no
1: one listens to Jad, <laughs> you know. Um, says, no, please don't do this. And everyone around is like,
0: he's like, no, it's actually easier to train up here. Cause I don't have to worry about any of my human responsibilities. Just let me true. vibe.
1: Let me be, uh, I'm
0: to vibe in spooks."
1: but, um, yeah, I just, I like the characters in this. I really loved every, um, like, uh, part of the party. They yeah. were just, I really loved getting to know everyone on, on the team. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I think if, for me, like, I'm a person who's always been sort of interested in D&D, but have never played it, Mm -hmm. um, I think this was, like, a cool look into, like, what a and d party could be like,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, and I think everyone in this is, like, written really well. I don't think there's any, like, shallow characters in the book. No. I think everyone got, like, a chance, and it was, like, section by section that we got to know the people on... Like, in the cast, if you will. No, it was
0: a very good ensemble, yeah. Um,
1: and everyone's hot, in my mind. And according to this illustration. Um,
0: oh no, bangers. they're
1: hot! Yeah, truly. Oh no, they're hot, truly. Bangers across this the board. This little guy right here. He would never do anything wrong. And okay. I respect that.
0: Ugh. I just want to ruffle his little hair.
1: Just a little bit. Just a little ears. Just, I just want to pull his little pointy ears. Ugh. Yeah, see, I... And also, like... If your artist makes the cover this good and everyone this hot, I will probably pick up the book because why not? Yeah. And also, F.T. Lukens is a very um, skilled writer. Um, they were a joy to interview. Um, they, put up, they put up with a lot of me asking dumb things. Um, but I also no. think they, they write really well. I think this is a very enjoyable role. <laughs> it was fun. Rom- yeah. Yeah. Um, and it... I think it truly is one of my like favorite magical books.
0: Oh my god! I know, Ron. High praise.
1: Truly, we love these boys.
0: They're little freckles.
1: I that too, love a redhead. <laughs> Can't help it.
0: Okay.
1: I feel like your next book is like a good companion to the book that I just spoke about.
0: Oh, this book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can everyone see the cover? No, show the coverage in the class. Oh, right. This is an audio media form.
1: Yeah, you won't let me do film.
0: All right. Jimmy! Jimmy! Jimmy <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, the next book is one that we read last year?
1: I think... Uh, the
0: year before? We read the sequel last year?
1: Yes. So, it was during COVID. So, I think it was huh. in like 2020, actually.
0: still um, Well,
1: I meant, like, during the beginning big, of COVID. <laughs>
0: In the beginning times. Yeah. Uh, Once in Future, which is, and I I was going to say one of the best like authoring remakes I've ever read, but I honestly am unsure if I've read that many, so. It could still be the best. It's definitely the best, but I yeah. mean, it's. Um,
1: I don't think anything's going to top that, so I don't think.
0: Yeah, I don't even know why I would try. Yeah. Maybe Swords of Stone. um, Maybe the Wishbone episode where they talk about.
1: Oh, there's a wishbone episode. Arthur, in the there's
0: always a wishbone
1: episode.
0: Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, Once in Future, which is a retelling about the King Arthur legend that takes place in the future and also in space, and everyone's gay.
1: Yeah, literally everyone. Literally,
0: the whole the whole rainbow. I like. I feel like we say this a lot because there are a lot of authors who will incorporate side characters or like have like small moments where they have representation. But this book truly has like. Everybody and also everyone's here for like a good time. Mm-hmm. Also sometimes a bad time, but it's okay. Yeah, and they are all like fully realized characters, which is very very nice. Mm-hmm. We've got some some lesbians, some bisexuals, mm-hmm. trans people, some non-binies. Mm-hmm. We got them all. Yeah, they're all here. And There's a straight one too, but
1: yeah, he he's he, just he there.
0: helped. We have an ally, an ally. Yeah, an ally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they were included just for, for Jimmy.
0: Oh, Jimmy! Um, um, yeah. No, but this is such a fun little romp. Mm-hmm. It's like definitely more like the characters are all relatively young.
1: Yeah, they're like um, in their twenties, so I think yeah. they're like appropriately aged.
0: No, for sure. But so they are. Um, <laughs> The the characters are relatively young, but they're, like, you know, young adults, Mm -hmm. so you've got a good bit of, like, a little bit of, like, kind of early adolescence angst happening, but also, like, you don't feel too crazy with them going Mm -hmm. off on a wild adventure making lots of decisions about life and death because they're not like 16 yeah which is nice merlin is kind of a baby but that's he time travels so that's the whole he's hundreds of years old but also looks like he's 17 Mm -hmm. so it's complicated yeah should have transitioned to speaking of freckles
1: yeah here we go
0: Rewind the tape. Yeah. Go back. I want to start over.
1: Speaking of freckles, an old an old wizard who's slowly turning more into a twink.
0: <laughs> he turns into a twink so slowly. Yet again. Um. No, but this is a very good book. I fucking loved it, and I loved the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um. It was just, like, a really fun time. I was, like, fully... Like, I could... This was, like, a book that I could not put down, because I, yeah. like, I had to know what was happening.
1: We had a good time reading this, and I think, like, we spoke about this for a while, too. Yeah. And we immediately were like, oh, we have to get the follow-up. Oh, yeah. Um, and I like that there's... I believe there's different points of views in this, too. So it goes back and forth between... Our, uh, between Ari and... um, Or is that in the second book? I think it goes back and forth between... Merlin? Merlin.
0: Doesn't it do that? Um, it's third person. It's not first person, but they are... It's, like, third, pers- third person limited or whatever, so mm-hmm. you get, like, chunks of the story that are, like, still written in third person, but you have, like, kind of the perspective of one of the characters. Yeah. And there's also like a good chunk of this one, as well as the sequel, where the main cast is like separated into smaller groups. So you have, like, you kind of get bits and pieces of what they're all doing while they're separated from each other. Mm -hmm. Which is really fun. Yeah. Um, I just, I really liked it. There's a really really good balance of magic and also, like, uh, futuristic tech in this because they're mm-hmm. like in space, they have like spaceships, but also like magic z- exists. Merlin uses magic, also, mm. all of the magic is powered by different songs. Yes, <laughs> so like it's just you bust out like a Lady Gaga and you're just casting spells,
1: Oops. which I, I think that's kind of cool. I like when no, magic good. systems are reliant on music.
0: Yeah, no, it, it adds like kind of a concrete element without having it be, like, completely, like, science-based. It mm. still has, but there's, like, I don't know. The magic system is really well done in this, I think. I feel like a lot of times stuff can get convoluted or overcomplicated, and mm-hmm. this is, like, a very good middle ground of kind of both. Yeah. It's, like, about energy and kind of, like, the like the feeling that you put into the magic is kind of, like, what you get back from it, mm-hmm. which is really fun. Yeah
1: um my follow-up to the one that you had so i i wanted to incorporate like something spooky because i feel like a lot of the magic that we have here is not like scary yes um
0: we've just started dipping our toes into the horror
1: yeah genre. um i wanted to talk about summer suns by lee Mandelo. i think this is like a an actually scary book
0: it was a little spooky yeah
1: i mean the 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 haunt in this, what kind of ghost is it you tell me you know the categories of them
0: i mean it's not it's
1: it's like it's not a possession, but it also feels like it is
0: i mean it feels like it's like an unreal because it those are usually manifested from like negative energy yeah and like grief or suffering, yeah. But I don't. Does it? It doesn't explicitly say no.
1: Think. And I think I remember when we were talking about this book. It goes back and forth between the different descriptions of the kind of
0: haunt mm-hmm. that it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I remember you saying something about that. I
0: don't remember what I said, but but
1: it was like, oh, the description isn't right for what it is because like the 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 vapor. <laughs> Excuse me. The, the vapors. vapors. The vapors. Um,
0: oh god do you know where that part is
1: no but like they they use many different descriptors for yeah uh the ghost that is haunting the main character Mm -hmm. um i loved the side characters in this book oh they were fun um i think the main character is a hot gay mess (laughs) Um, literally and figuratively truly they
0: are in the south
1: yes and i just i think that this was just such an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I liked that it was with grad students, too, because I feel like we haven't had, like, uh, that realm of...
0: Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. An
1: adult, if you will.
0: Oh, they keep calling it a revenant. Yes. No, that's, like sort of makes The description of the sense.
1: revenant I thought was wrong.
0: Yeah. Because uh, revenants normally aren't, like... I think they manifest more than this ghost does. It kind of is just like a presence that exists.
1: I think it depends on where in the book you are, though, That's because true. it does slowly get stronger.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, because it starts off as like a thing that he sees in like the parking lot at the beginning.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, with the car,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then it like slowly starts like doing what feels like full body possession.
0: Right, which is also which is not. Yeah. That's not something. I mean, I'm not an expert. I just play ghost games, and yeah. I, that's what I'm basing all this information on. Mm-hmm. But I think generally revenants don't really like go into like the physical space. They're kind of just like an angry presence. Yeah. So there's definitely. I think that was probably what I was getting caught up on. Is that there's yeah. like a lot of like, the ghost can touch people and like yeah. move things and like interact with the physical world more.
1: I just think that this was like so not like scary but like the thought of this happening in real life I think would be terrifying
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think that I so for me please don't perceive me while I'm saying this I didn't know southern gothics were like that was a category of book yes I said <laughs> it again and um, I I know I'm not smart but at least I'm hot
0: hey. <laughs> is, is, is how
1: I feel about the okay, main character of this book
0: you've read you've read this book now so now you're smart and hot
1: yeah Mm. wow wow
0: Wow.
1: but I just think that this was incredibly well written I think this was just like really this book terrorized me
0: I loved it it was great you should go down to get an airbnb somewhere in a swamp and read it in oh absolutely and be terrified yeah um, really make sure you get like some good like cicada sounds or some like frogs croaking. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: Well, I also feel like the atmosphere of the this book, like I could feel how humid it was. No, like, it was the hot, setting is sticky. Good. Um just like the temperature also like the the car racing and the like the the fucking like bad Choices that everyone is making all the time in this book.
0: Constantly! Constantly! No one's making correct choices. Everyone's bad at decision-making. Everyone's
1: doing a bad thing at yeah. all times in this book. And I think that was just something that I really appreciated in this book was that, like, I, I felt as though everyone was kind of a mess because no one wanted to listen to the other person. But yeah, I just felt <laughs> like... um the, descri- the, the call out on the cover of this book a southern summer in a book form hot and hungry and haunting honestly yeah I feel like that is a very good description of this book
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think the the murder mystery aspect of this book is really well done I didn't see it coming like what was going on I think you did before I did but I think this.
0: I might be the first time on record that I have not at the beginning, mm-hmm. but I think I got.
1: I think you came back to. It. I
0: think I think once the pieces started to fall into place, I got yeah. it, which is unusual for me.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> I think really interesting. It kept me going. I think everyone was was a suspect the entire time.
0: That's normally how I read any kind of mystery book. Yeah, everyone's a suspect.
1: And it was just. And it wasn't like, oh, the dog did it. It was like, no, I truly think that everyone here could have had the power or been in the position to kill the one character. I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, Eddie? Andrew.
0: Andrew. No, Andrew's in...
1: No, until Eddie. Yeah, Eddie. So I think the haunt is really well written. I think Andrew is really well written. I think the, like, surrounding characters are really well done. Mm -hmm. Um, The cover of the book is stunning. Gorgina. I've talked about this book like a hundred times. Hi, Gorge. Hi, Gorge. Gorgus. Um, Gorgus.
0: No, I think the main character is like a very good reluctant protagonist without Mm -hmm. it being like irritating or feel like you're like, well, why are we even here? Yeah. I feel like you can get into that realm. A reluctant protagonist is like a very good but sometimes it's kind of like, okay, well, if you just don't even want to be here, why am I here? Yeah. But there is, like, enough momentum in the book and, like, there's enough, like, interest in, like, the story and, like, what starts to happen that you, like, get caught up in it as the characters get caught up in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think also the, the nice thing about this murder mystery is that sometimes in books it feels like one character is like, I believe this happened and I'm going to do anything to prove it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that didn't happen. You're wrong. You're going to get there, but you're wrong. Yeah. This book, Andrew was like, I don't care if I'm hurting myself. I'm going to figure this out. Uh I'm wasting thousands of dollars on grad school. Not actually going to classes, but like figuring out what Eddie was studying. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's
1: like, I know I'm right Mm -hmm. because of this ghost. Mm -hmm. And like... It's never, like, a thing where it's, like, no, nothing you're saying is correct. It's, like, no, you're right. You just don't... You're slowly getting the evidence. Yeah, yeah. And I think the pacing of this was really good with that, too. Yeah. I think this is, like, one of my favorite books that we've read so far. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think also, like, the idea of, like, this taking place on, like, a grad school Mm -hmm. campus and it just being, like... Lightly evil academia is like kind of cool.
0: Evil academia, what a genre.
1: Yeah, right? Just like <laughs> paying for education, evil. Yeah, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think like uh, we've read a few other um, like magical books. Uh, that one that we read recently where the main character was cursed. And his English... Oh,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: his English boyfriend. That other
0: vintage book we read? Yes, the yeah. other vintage one. Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to pick that one up, but I just felt like it was too close to this in terms of, like, it being vintage. Um, yeah. Also, I know <laughs> that it's not vintage. I want everyone... What? I want everyone to understand that. I just think it's a funny way to describe a book. Me too. When it takes place in, like, the Elizabethan era. Like, why not call it vintage? What? What? <laughs> The Elizabethan era is real.
0: No, it's real.
1: Okay, you laughed when I said it like I was wrong.
0: Well, I don't think that's when that book takes place. No, but, but, like, I
1: was using that as an example. I
0: love the, I love the concept of calling Elizabethan culture vintage, so that's funny. I
1: think it's funny. Like, it's just, like,
0: <laughs> Cute! Yeah,
1: it's just, like, me saying, like... Going
0: to a vintage shop, getting a Game Boy Color, and also, like, an Elizabethan collar.
1: Yeah, Elizabethan collar. <laughs> yeah. To go with your Game Boy Color. With things
0: that like Shakespeare used to wear.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Keep him from biting his stitches.
1: Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have anything else I wanted to add. I think the books that we picked out are, like, super fun and, like, kind of different categories of magic. Yeah. The magic systems are all very different, too. Yeah. Um, and, like, the magic in Ever After is different than the magic in Once in Future, and they're both quote-unquote vintage, one is more so vintage. Than the one US.
0: takes place in the future! Yeah,
1: but it's like the retelling of like an old... Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, an old-timey story. Yes.
0: guess.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, we got your space gaze, we got your horror gaze, we got your d d gaze, and we got your cemetery gaze. You got your gaze that won't... <laughs> your brujas and yeah. brujos. Mm-hmm. Bruicks? Do we ever figure out how to pronounce the general neutral? No, Brooks.
1: No, it's not Brooks.
0: Brooks uh, Brooks Brothers Brooklyn, Brooklyn Heights. <laughs> Brought to you by Brooks Brothers. Mm. Joseph A. Bank.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> Aiden Thomas would never. He would. Our short king would never.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, everyone, go pick these books up if you didn't already. Read them, they're very fun. And also, make sure you read Cemetery Boys because there's a sequel coming out.
1: Yes, absolutely. Will you
0: feel embarrassed if you haven't read the first one and you start reading the second one and you don't even know what's going on because you don't know the characters? Who reads the second book first? Disgusting. What's wrong with you guys? Truly.
1: Um, I did read the second Twilight book first.
0: What's wrong with you? And I
1: started and I was like, what the fuck is going on?
0: Who's this guy?
1: Well, it was why, like, why is she so upset?
0: Why are you so upset with me?
1: <laughs> Girl, I want to know. Um, and haven't we learned enough from Bella that you should never go after a sad, pasty man? No, you date the werewolf. Yeah, you date the werewolf. The, that's what you warm. do. He's better. Mm-hmm.
0: Always date the werewolf, kids.
1: Yep. Um, Alright, well, I don't have anything else to add. The books that we spoke about today are Cemetery Boys by Aidan Thomas. We have Once and Future, which was from the James Patterson Presents collection, uh, by their last names are Capetta and McCarthy. We also have Summer Sons by Lee Mandello, and then we have So This is Ever After by F.T. Lukens.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Go out and get these books. I think if you're looking into doing some summer reading that's going to keep things fresh and magical... This oh, is a yeah. good route to go, um, but yeah. My name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast.
0: Pick one of these books. Your essays due September 1st.
1: Yeah, I want to hear When the school about year
0: it. starts, I want to hear your book reports.
1: Mm-hmm. Get back to us.
0: Outro music.